You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Person to, you know, the devil himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you know, I started to think about that, you know, when I proposed that. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, remember that, you know, the, um, you know, all the different ways that Freddy Krueger would kill somebody. And I was like, oh, you can go with that. Or, you know, if you, you know, I'm trying to think of what movie had where Kevin Bacon got killed by like a, like with a screwdriver or something from underneath the bed or something. Like when he he was in a hammock. I think that was a Halloween movie. Right. No, Friday the 13th and early Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, you know, the, I, that's where my mind started to go. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. You know, it gets a different angle because when you do this kind of thing, you tend to go, oh, I want to talk about the bad guy. You know, let me talk about my top oh. three bad guys, you know, Jason and Freddy and um, Michael Myers, you know. But, yeah, you know, all that's been done. So, you know, to think about it from the angle of the victim perspective, you know, that the nitwit that should have, you know, left the the lake the room and decided to stick around and ended up getting dead mm. you know no that... i i'm thinking more like a shocking death but not so much like in the like because of the gore of it but because it's a character that you were rooting for you weren't expecting or didn't deserve it you know kind of oh yeah who that's a good who, like ripped your hard out that's a great angle because they died or right. made you say what the hell right how could they die <laughs> yeah that's not supposed to happen to that person they're supposed to make it yeah, out of there. yeah right 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 okay um okay so should i uh i guess i'll did you want me officially... to a 20 minute timer here or what yeah yeah sure 20 minute okay give us a 20 minute if we go a little over, you know, like it's not the worst thing. Yeah, we can we can handle that. <laughs> so whenever you are ready. Okay. All right. Welcome back to Banzai Retro Club. I am Suzanne, and I am here with Dave. Hello. And uh, we are heading into Halloween season, however weird and spooky the whole world has been all year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to deal with Halloween in, in, under these circumstances, too. So, uh, so around the time you're listening, we'll probably be Octoberish. And uh, we're going to get kind of spooky. 
so uh, we decided to come up with uh, a topic that is around horror, especially horror on film, although I might uh, uh, divert a little bit from that. But, okay, so uh, if you are listening to some of the chatter, I am looking to maybe talk about shocking deaths in horror films and not so much just visually gory shocking like i have to you know put my hands over my eyes and not watch but more uh when you're kind of following a story or being drawn into a story and it just it's unexpected or you're vested in a character and you just want to say what the hell how could that person die uh because you know they don't deserve it or you thought they were going to get away with it or, you know, just that's just not the way the story should have been. Uh, so I came up with three or four. Um, and all right, let me list them and then maybe we can talk about a few of them. Uh, now, let's say one, I'm going to say John Hurt in the original Alien who was the first guy, right, if I'm getting this right, Yeah. the first guy to get the face sucker on him. <laughs> and then, they, you know, they had him on the operating table, and they're trying to get this thing off him for days. It just crawls off him. And, uh, you know, next thing we know, he's at the lunch table, or the breakfast table, that is, and his stomach explodes. And I think that was a usually iconic moment. And the thing is, like, you thought he was recovering, you know, you, you thought he kind of got away with it and then the movie was going to go a different way, but they, they got you. Um, number two, I am going to say, uh, and now we've talked about this before, Drew Barrymore in Scream, which kind of kicked off, I think, a whole genre of uh, like slasher movies that, made sense and had characters that you actually were vested in. Uh, and if I remember what I found really upsetting about that was that they, they marketed this movie as, as if she was the star. So you kind of thought when you walked into this first scene of the movie with her, that she was going to run with this whole film, but she, you know, spoiler alert again, <laughs> she gets freaking strung up and killed and then bloodied. And it's, it's horrifying. And that is within, like, the first 15 minutes, I think, of the whole movie. I was almost going to so, say 10 minutes, but yeah. Maybe 10. Yeah, maybe 10. I didn't, you know, I didn't time it, but it it happens fast. Right. And you have no idea that that's it, you know? That's that's all that she wrote for poor Drew in that film. Uh, okay, number three, and this is a big one. Quint in Jaws. Oh, good call. Bad, bad, bad moments <laughs> to have to go through this whole journey with them on this ship. And you think they're the protagonists and they're the good guys and they're the tough guys and, and they're going to get through it. And you have to watch Quint slide down that sinking end of the boat into that shark's mouth, screaming and kicking. It is merciless and ugh. And, and uh, you know, even if he was kind of the like like the stern, tough love captain, you were still, you know, hoping that he was going to lead them to all to safety. Right. Uh, 
Um, okay. And then this is my number one pick. And you have to be a Stephen King fan to to get to be a part of this argument, I think. But Jack Torrance in The Shining. Um, the Shining was like the first book that I the, one of the first novels that I really you know, that really drew me in. It was the first Stephen King book that I had read. Um, and I think I was just like 12. Uh, but it was very exciting then to see that made into a film. And Stanley Kubrick did a really amazing job. Uh, in the film, Jack is, you know, running through the maze, trying to kill his son, trying to kill everybody. And he ends up freezing to death. And we get this, you know, this horrible uh, image at the at the end of him like this frozen monster. Uh, the thing is though, especially in the in the book, you you know you're with him this whole time as he's trying to be a decent father. He's trying not to be an alcoholic. He's trying not to be abusive to his family. He's always on the brink of losing himself to all these demons that he has. And then on top of that, he gets sucked into this haunting situation with this with the house and they take him over and it's a very slow process of him being brainwashed and turned into this monstrous person um and in the end in the book it it ends very differently where he has he's he's um running through the house with the it's it's not an axe in the in the book it's a croquet mallet uh, the croquet melts become the croquet becomes very important in the book, and <clears throat> he's running after Danny and corners him in one of those hallways, like the same ones that the little girls are seen in. Uh, and he gets a moment of uh, of humanity back for a second, where he remembers who he is and tells Danny to run away, and then I believe bludgeons himself with the mallet. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's, and I'm hoping I'm remembering the 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 ending correctly. But um, in addition to that, then he realizes that he was in charge of keeping the boiler working. Otherwise, the whole, you know, the whole system would explode. And he forgot because of because he became this madman running through the house killing people. Um, so he ends up. That's what destroys the whole place. He runs downstairs to try and save the boiler from overheating and exploding and he can't but in any case jack is just a troubled guy who is trying really really hard to keep himself together and fails absolutely horribly and miserably but you still want to root for him to to somehow you know let his family you know get his family out of this situation so you know it's a whole different it's a whole different deal and it's kind of a shame that they couldn't do that but you know stanley Kubrick went ahead and made a really creepy movie anyway even though if it wasn't that uh committed to the original source material but okay so any choices from you from this list and comments yeah as you were talking and you were listing mm -hmm. them i actually opened up a tab on each one of on my browser with each death mm -hmm. scene so I'm looking on, you know, scrolling between each tab, and I see, you know, Sir John Hurt, you know, with the alien busting out of his, you know, chest. Yes. And then I go to my next tab, and I have Drew Barrymore hanging all bloody, you know, on that tree. How are we going to sleep tonight? Yeah. 
<laughs> then the next tab, I see uh. Quint, you know, fighting as he's struggling to go down, you know, on um, uh, the boat, you know, right into Jaws's mouth. <laughs> and then finally, Jack Torrance, which is basically a frozen icicle. Um, mm-hmm. And it's such an interesting imagery to go from from one to the other. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. That would be some slideshow, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, as you started to go through the list, and I was like, yeah, okay, that was an obvious pick. That was an obvious pick. But I didn't think of them <laughs> before you started talking. Because I was like, I, okay. I, I didn't, you know, I guess I didn't think about that throughout the day, as you may have been. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you're right. Every one of those was people that you kind of like, you know, other than maybe Jack Torrance. You know, I don't know if I was really rooting for him um, because of how crazy he was turning. But I kind of talked about how I love Jack Nicholson and how he does crazy so well before. And, That's true. And so he really encapsulated that. And, you know, but because he, in essence was kind of the embodiment of the bad guy, you know, in that particular, you know, that particular role. So out of your list, that, that almost negates him because he's kind of the source of the problem. <laughs> um, but I suppose, but yeah, if you're, if you, if you're a picture of that character is more rooted in the version that Stephen King created, right? he was taken over. He was possessed by that that establishment he was possessed by that hotel right yeah and, so, and right my my source material is well, just a he's movie. a victim too you know in my eyes he was a victim right okay he was victimized too so but i see what you're saying right and but you know i mean they kind of touched on that topic in the movie but i guess it probably played more in the book i don't know because i didn't read the book um mm. but yeah in my eyes it was just kind of somebody that was you know unhinged you know, and, you know, maybe some sort of, you know, forces within those walls just kind of pushed him over the edge of, you know, uh, being unhinged. Um, but that's just my take, you know, but I love, love, you know, Nicholson and, you know, and unfortunately, you know, the bad guy's gotta, gotta die, <laughs> you know, and that's just, you know, and, and that's what happened there. So, you know, cool good <laughs> you know that's that that's the wills of justice if you will you know but you know in all the other cases that you listed you know the alien you know john hurt excellent scene mm-hmm. but you know once again you know at the end the alien had to die uh at scream you know we had to find out who the bad guy was or bad guys and they had to die uh jaws had to die but you know unfortunately they took people along the way and all of those people that you yeah, listed always... were definitely ones that you wanted to see, you know, survive. Yeah. And there's always going to be red shirts, though. You know, some, sometimes. <laughs> red shirts, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the, the, the security team. The security team. But, you know, I, I guess the point is that these, these guys were a little bit more than red shirts, you know, and you. Right. You thought you, you thought you needed them around, right? Or at least that you were going to have more of them than you did. So I feel the exact same way you do about Drew Barrymore, you know, because you went into that movie thinking, okay, this, you know, Drew's going to be throughout this, and mm-hmm. you know, 
whatever it was, 10 or 15 minutes in and, you know, she's dead. And you're like, what, what? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What, what happened here? She, I mean, are we going to have flashbacks the rest of the movie? What, what What's going to happen here? Uh-huh. And there weren't a lot of, a lot of other name actors and actresses in that, in that film. Right. There was, I mean, everybody knew Courtney Cox, but she was not, I guess we didn't know that she wasn't going to be a victim, but you know, right. she wasn't one of the people being stalked. Right. Um, you know, she wasn't one of the teens being stalked. She was like trying to unravel the mystery. Uh, but so you really were under the impression going in and sitting down to see that film, that that's the person that you were going to be, your attention was going to be focused on. And they just pulled the rug out of that one real fast. Yep. Okey-doke. And then you had to bring up so, Jaws, and now, you know, once again, I had to go back to, you know, my fear of water. And, you know, when I was a oh, kid, yes, the when, you know, we, I, I, after seeing that movie, I could not even get in the bathtub. I'm like, I was sure there was going to be a <laughs> no. shark in there. Um, yeah. And we, and we lived in Florida. We'd go to the beach, and I was like, no, Jaws is in there. Long Island. I know. I lived <laughs> on Long Island, so. Especially, there were people saying, you know, because it was Amity Island, right? And on Long Island, there's an Amityville, and we know that's already associated with horror as it is. Um, so we all kind of felt like, you know, maybe that was a depiction of Long Island. Uh, but it was—I do remember everybody being really spooked about going to going to the beach here. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a big beach summer for anybody, I think. You know, you know, thinking about these movies, and you know, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I recently bought an Oculus, and yes. I love playing. I, I've always been a fan of like zombie games, and so there's one that I'm playing that it, it's kind of funny that you know there's you get into a new area, and like the first thing that happens is the music comes on. And you, you know, all of a sudden there's like a horde of zombies. Then you got to clear them all and then the music stops. And so I, you know, I associate that now with these movies. You know, if I'm a victim or I'm somebody that's being stalked or haunted by these bad guys, as soon as I hear the, the, the scary music, I'm out of there. Yeah, the music comes. <laughs> I'm out of you there. You know, it's the jaws too. <laughs> That music just got everybody. <laughs> so suddenly there's like some scary slow tempo music in the background. Fuck it, gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to see Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of like that though. I like getting at least getting the cue, and that's that's kind of a theatrical thing where like they would have at every character had their little theme right. in the musical, um, which they've used. In, they use in Star Wars all the time. You know, each character has their music right. when they come on. <laughs> it's it's great. But if you're paying attention, you know, when it's used more subtly, it's um, it's kind of funny to you know to see how the this certain music cues when certain uh, when certain characters come on. But uh, in any case, any other uh, um, unlikely or or victims that you'd rather have seen saved that are coming to your mind as you started to talk about the topic i was concentrating more on your list versus thinking of outside the box of like any that i could think of and i'm i'm drawing a blank right now um 
No problem. I know they're um, out there. You might want to mention this, the, the John Hurt scene in, in Alien became so iconic that <laughs> the one, one scene that I also love is when they do the takeoff in Spaceballs. And, and John Hurt himself is sitting at a counter in a diner. That's <laughs> 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 the alien come pop out of his stomach as he's screaming and gurgling blood. And it does a tap dance number yeah. with a hat. Yep. With a hat and a cane along the table. <laughs> Classic, brilliant. <laughs> Kudos, Mel Brooks. Okay, but uh, all right. Well, these these to me, I think were were the big shockers. I'm not even that big. Um, I'm not like a big slasher movie person so like in looking this up i saw a lot of movies that i have not seen that are maybe like i guess you know once i grew out of the date night phase where guys are going to take you to see a, a scary slasher movie so that you you know like need need them to put your their armor on you <laughs> <laughs> once i kind of went you know went out of i got out of that phase i think it was more like psychological horror was okay with me um but I, I didn't. I haven't seen a lot of the big slasher films, you know. Uh, maybe maybe one or two. Maybe Saw, and uh, I don't know. Uh, a couple of the Scream sequels, but even that was going back a while. So I, I may not. I may there, there may be a lot more shocking deaths there that I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I um. In. I, I normally that's not my genre of choice, but. For some reason, I've seen every one of the Hostel movies. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I get, you know, whenever I see that that's on, I've got, I've got to see it. And it, it's almost like that, you know, the the train wreck that you can't, you know, stop <laughs> from watching. And so I don't know. It, it, as soon as it, you know, if they put out another, you know, one of those, you know, whatever, you know, I'm gonna watch. And but none of the other ones really appeal to me. I don't know why. I don't know why that one specific. It's just it's it's crazy to me to think that you know you would have all of these you know high end rich people that would pay in order to kill people. You know and <laughs> and so I don't know oh, why. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it, that, that's the whole premise of it. You know you have you know the the people that go to the you know this hostel and they get you know uh as victims they're taken to this you know whatever it is some you know debilitated uh uh old building and then all of a sudden they're tortured by people that are paying big money to you know in order to have the chance to kill people you know but slowly and you know like <sighs> yeah it's it's crazy and I don't know why that's something I need to watch. <laughs> but for some reason, <laughs> maybe, there, maybe there's something mental there that I need help with. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. We human beings are really sometimes just despicable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you know, I am. Like we have to, like, practice these things in our heads, I think, just to, uh, you know, it's, it's like the same reason why we have nightmares. You know, you just have to, like, practice getting out of horrifying situations. Otherwise, you know, our psyches are not satisfied. Yeah, and, and I've always got to watch the movie to see who's the guy, you know, the person that's going to be able to get out of it and like turn the tables 
on the bad yeah, guys. Yeah. So that's what I'm waiting for. That's I think that's what I watch for. I, I want to see how they turn the tables on the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, wait, and there was one. Now, I'm trying to, like, as we're talking, I can't remember the title. But there was one that was a, a parody. What was it? Like, Daryl and somebody against the world or against evil? I don't know. There was one where it was like a parody of the slasher movies where, like, these two hicks in the woods are trying to, like, me make friends with this group of preppies and everybody keeps getting murdered and they think the preppies think that the two, <laughs> the two guys in flannel are the evil killers and it turns out that they're just like mishap after mishap is happening to the, the preppies but in any case I, um, I haven't seen it but what I came up with via Google search and this is what I actually typed in Hicks in the Woods slasher movie uh, <laughs> and I got Tucker and Dell versus Evil <laughs> So am I That's right? It. I think so. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Dale versus evil. Um, yeah, watch that one. It's very funny. And uh, I watched it not that long ago and then realized, you know, I went to Spooky Fest. No, not Spooky Fest. Spooky Empire. Like two years ago, I, I mentioned with my mother when she wanted to see the X-Files panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and realized that there was. Uh, you know, like now looking back, I recognize the people who were in costume as Tucker and Dale, like dragging this half of a human body, like the lower half of somebody's body <laughs> together through the whole through the whole uh, conference. But <laughs> it was funny. Oh, wow. OK, I know I heard that buzzer. <laughs> so I guess uh, uh, I guess we've hit our 20 plus minutes, but um. I don't know. I don't know if I can say this was fun, but it was, I guess, revealing in a certain way. <laughs> revealing. Uh oh. I mean, is, is it supposed to be fun or? Well, no, I don't know. Just... I, yeah, I don't know if. Yeah, and going down the horror <laughs> guess... movie route, it, you know, should it be yeah. fun? Oh, well, it depends. Uh, spooky is fun. Yeah. Spooky is. Fun. You, you know, it, <laughs> the way that I've always associated with it, you know, is I love roller coasters, right? So, mm. you know, it's the, you know, it, it, I love being scared, you know, and it, it's something that, you know, you get the adrenaline rush and you get that, you know, that boost and it's just, it's kind of like a, you know, wow, you know, and if, you know, you can get that in a horror movie, then, you know, that's awesome. But, you know, for me, yeah, my, my drug of choice has always been the roller coaster, you know, for that, for that moment. Uh huh. For that jolt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I used to be more. Uh, I used to be more of a horror fan. And th- this is the thing. Like I had mentioned, you know, we, we were talking briefly about my fiction. So for a while, I decided, well, you know, maybe I should try writing some genre fiction because, you know, like the literary type, more type women's fiction type of thing. There's there's less of a market than you know like the spooky stuff. So uh, you know, I thought, well, if I have if I have to pick a genre, this is what I'm picking because I was you know the original Stephen King fan and such. Um, and you know, writing like a few little a few horror stories, you know, just like short ones, just uh, you know, suddenly people are like picking them up. I got like three things published in a row. It was really great. So <laughs> so it's really nice to be working in a genre where like people actually want to read the stuff <laughs> because it is, it's fun. It's a rush and it's intense. You know, it's, it's, I mean, you, you, you had something that was picked up in a magazine, right? What was the name of the magazine? 
Uh, one is uh, the one that's running this month is Dark Dossier. Yeah. And then I, have, yeah, yeah. And then I have a couple of anthologies that picked up things that are going to come out next year. So, uh, you know, so I went, I went for the gore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if somebody wanted to find that, like the uh, the Dark Dossier one, is that you? You said that was available like on Amazon, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can go to their website and take a look, but I think they lead you back to an Amazon link. Okay. And they publish every month. So this month is issue 50, I believe. Uh, and that's what my story is in. Awesome. Ghost story type of thing. Ooh, very spooky. Very, very apropos <laughs> for our horror topic. So, yes, yes. So thanks for letting me do the plug. Oh, no worries. Of course. <laughs> And there'll be more evil of that. Laugh. Cue evil laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More of that in the <laughs> future. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. But on that note, I should, I guess I should probably wrap up. Uh, and uh, you can you can take a look for us uh, online at bonsairetroclub.com. And, uh, you know, you can always listen on uh, iTunes or Podbean and, you know, give us a review. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your favorite, you know, horror moments are. What the heck? We'd love to hear it. Um, we all have uh, our different uh, Twitter feeds and such and Facebook that you can take a look at uh, myself um, and Dave plus uh, Scott and Rose. Uh, we're all out there and you can, uh, you know, take a look at Bonsai Retro Club and then uh, find us from there. Uh, if you wanted to give us an email, it's uh, McFly at BonsaiRetroClub.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I hope everyone will be excellent to each other in these weird times. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Banzai, Daniel Zan! Hey, Banzai! 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 There you go. There we go. All right, so there's uh, two episodes into our horror retro, you know, October. Mm. <laughs> Whatever we want to call that. Okay. So I'll have to come up with at least two more. That way we have. Well, there's four Mondays, yeah. right? Four Mondays in October? I guess I'll have to look. Let me look. I got it right here. Fifth, uh, 12th, 19th, 26th. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll think a little bit more about a, another Halloween topic. Maybe a vampire face-off or something. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> so kind of like I did with uh, Satan, but, you know, vampire movies. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Sounds good. Got a few, few going through my head already. Lost Boys. Definitely Lost Boys. Lost Boys yeah. rocks. Yes. <laughs> Fright Night. Yeah. Once bitten. Once bitten. Oh, that's a funny one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, the list just uh, takes care of itself right there. We don't even need internet for that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. There was a Leslie Nelson uh, one too. Um, I'm vaguely remembering that. I don't know if I'm very familiar with that one. Let's see, Leslie Nelson, uh, vampire movie. 
Dracula, Dead and Loving. Uh, let's see. Ah! What year was Underworld? Was that 90s? Or was that 2000s? No, those are 2000s. 2003. Underworld was cool. But that doesn't, that kind of surpasses our yep. timeline. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, Lost Boys is number one anyway. <laughs> you know, if Rose is on it, you know, she's going to be bringing Blade up. So. Lady's good. Yep. <laughs> we'll leave that one for her. Though. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I should uh, finish some stuff up here. All righty. Uh, on my so, but you know, it's it's always fun. Yeah. Even good. when it's spooky. Yeah. Good catching up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, uh, so then I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. And hopefully uh, uh, next week. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Yep, bye. Okay, bye-bye.